How many know God wants a heart and a soul praise? He don't want that cute stuff. But it's got to come from your heart. It's got to come from your soul. From my heart and soul, I give you all the praise. Y'all keep singing that real sweet, real sweet. Everybody in here, just, just think about the goodness of God to you. Everybody doesn't have the same testimony. Everybody don't have the same testimony. But if you would let your mind reflect back on what God has done for you. You wouldn't need the choir to sing you happy. You wouldn't need the preacher to preach you happy. But I feel like the songwriter, he said, when I think of the goodness of Jesus, it don't take no choir, it don't take no preacher. All it takes for me is to just think upon the goodness of the Lord and what he's done for me. Sometimes I get happy just driving down the road when I begin to reflect back on the things that God has brought me through, brought me out of. Just, just take a moment and reflect. I'm getting ready to preach, but just take a moment and think about what he's done for you. Have you thought about it yet? Have you thought about it yet? Now that you've thought about it, let me remind you what the word said. The word said, let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom the Lord hath delivered from the hand of the enemy. Am I standing in the midst of a people that know you've been delivered from the hand of the enemy? Can you just think of one time the Lord delivered you from the enemy's hand? <laughs> With my heart and soul I give you From my heart and soul somebody I got a testimony told the devil you can go this far and no further <laughs> oh Lord have mercy God drew the line and told the enemy you can go this far and no further yeah, yeah, yeah. I thank God that he drew the line because if the enemy had his way he would have taken us out of here a long time ago but thanks be unto God Time after time, 
He has given us victory. Time and time again. Holy Father, we thank you for your goodness and we thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, as we reflect upon our lives, all of us have a testimony that you've been good to us. And because of your goodness, because of your grace and your mercy, Lord, we say thank you. We are most appreciative for all that you've done. Now, Lord, I pray that you would speak to me, that you would speak through me as I stand behind this sacred desk. Lord, I pray that you would anoint me afresh to speak your word. Mm. I pray, Lord, that yokes will be destroyed, that burdens will be lifted, and that needs of your people will be supplied. And we thank you, Lord, that because you've shown up already, our coming here has not been in vain. We thank you for what you've already done, and we wait in anticipation for what you're about to do. Lord, I pray now that you would come and take complete control of this service right now. I pray, Lord, that you'd not allow any of us to leave here the same way that we came. But I thank you, Lord, that we shall leave here helped and we shall leave here better than what we came. And we give you the glory and we give you all of the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Give the Lord another praise if you will. Amen. There's a word I want to share with you very briefly this morning from the Lord. I want to invite you to go with me to the book of Acts chapter 14 Acts chapter 14 and we shall commence reading at verse 6 that's Acts chapter 14 we will commence reading at verse 6. After you find Acts chapter 14, verse 6, those of you who are able, would you please stand in reverence to the reading of the word of God. Has everyone found Acts 14? Acts 14 and verse 6, beginning there, you will find these words. 
it says they were aware of it and fled unto Lystra and Derbe, cities of Laconia, and unto the region that lieth round about. And there they preached the gospel there sat a man at Lystra impotent in his feet being a cripple from his mother's womb who never had walked the same heard Paul speak who steadfastly beholding him and perceiving that he had faith to be healed said with a loud voice stand upright on thy feet and he leaped and walked you may be seated in the presence of the Lord this morning the Lord I was I was really torn between two sermons that God was dealing with me about but this is the one that I've been led by him to deliver unto you today. This morning, I want to talk to you from this thought. I want to talk about faith to be healed. Faith to be healed. My brothers and sisters, I want to say to you this morning that before I get into the meat of the message that God was using Paul and Barnabas in a mighty way to preach the unadulterated word of God and to bring help and healing and deliverance in the lives of many individuals as they went to and fro. They were preaching the Bible declared that it had come to pass that in Iconium that they went together into the synagogues of the Jews and they began to preach to the great multitude both of the Jews and of the Greeks. Everywhere that they went really was by divine orchestration. They had been preaching in different places and at this particular time they were, the Bible declares, in Iconium and they were preaching uh, the word of God and the Jews, the Bible declared, as well as the Greeks believed the word that they were preaching. But you know how it is, any time that God is moving, the devil is very unsatisfied. Amen. 
when God is at work, when people are being healed and when they're being set free and delivered, we must understand that there is always an adversary and his name is the devil. As these people were believing, as the Jews and the Greeks were believing upon the word uh, which Paul and Barnabas was preaching, the Bible declared that there were some unbelieving Jews. When I look at this, you know, it, it, it really reminds me of the church setting because I've learned that in every setting you have some believers and you have some unbelievers. Do you hear what I'm saying? And the Bible declared that those, there were those that believed upon Jesus and believed in the word that Paul and Barnabas was preaching, but it also went on to tell us that there were some unbelieving Jews. And because of their unbelief, the Bible declares that they stirred up strife. They stirred up the Gentiles and they made their minds evil affected. In other words, they began to poison their mind against Paul and Barnabas. Don't that sound like folk today? Uh, in other words, to put it in plain terminology, they, the unbelieving Jews, they stirred up a mess. And they poisoned, attempted to poison the other one's minds against the brethren. My Lord. And so as they began to poison their minds against the brethren, as they began to stir up strife, they, as they were speaking boldly, in the Lord and, 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 and because of this strife and division that came about, amen, they fled unto Lystra and Derbe. But even in the midst of Paul and Barnabas fleeing uh, from Iconium to Lystra and Derbe, there was a divine purpose even in the persecution and the uh, upheaval that arose in Iconium. In, what am I trying to say? The picture that I'm trying to paint is that sometimes we must understand that even when we face adversity, God is yet at work. Do you hear what I'm saying? Sometimes when we face adversities and, 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 and troubles and trials and upheavals in our lives, we really don't understand, amen, all the time about what it's all about. But how many know that God has a divine plan that he's orchestrating and, and, and he does not always let us in on all the details of the plan? Do you hear what I'm saying? But, 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 but one thing we can rest assured, even as Romans 8 and 28 said, it said that all things work together for good to them that love God and to them who have been called according to his purpose.
even when we cannot understand it, even when we cannot wrap our minds around it, even when we can't figure out what is going on, God knows what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A a amen. Because if God, amen, had not been finished using Paul and Barnabas in Iconium, amen, he never would have allowed them to have to flee from that part or that region. But because the work had been accomplished there, now God, you know how sometimes, sometimes we will become comfortable where we are. And instead of allowing us to become comfortable where we are, God will allow some trouble and allow some things to be shaken up so that he can move us further along in the purpose and in the destiny that he has for our life. And I want to encourage somebody by telling you that the hell that you face and the troubles and trials that you endured, amen, you must understand that even when the enemy is at work, God is at work at the same time. And the enemy, what he means for the bad, is there anybody here know that God has a way of turning it around and causing it to work together for his purpose. For his purpose. So some things that we look at as bad things could very well be blessings in disguise. God allowed them to, 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 to face this division and this strife and he ushered them into Lystra and Derby cities of Laconia and in this particular region my Bible declares that there uh, 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 they went and preached the gospel and in Lystra there was a man who was impotent. There was a man that needed the deliverance of God. There was a man that needed to experience the power of God in his life. And I've learned that God knows how to get you from where you are to where he wants you to be. Even as he orders our steps. Here Paul and Barnabas probably had no idea of how God would use them in Lystra. But when they got there and, 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 and they began to preach or continued to preach the gospel, the Bible declared that this man, a certain man at Lystra, was impotent in his feet. Look in verse 8. Being a cripple from his mother's womb who never had walked. Came out of his mother's womb in this condition. Came out of mother's wombs, womb crippled at his feet. did not know how to walk. He had never walked a day in his life. Now, before I, I, I go on any further, I want to point out the fact that this man was impotent and he was crippled from his mother's womb. I want to focus on the fact that he was crippled. 
crippled. He could not physically walk. But my brothers and sisters, as I look at the fact that the man was crippled, there may be somebody in this setting today that has something in common with him. There may be somebody in this setting today who is crippled. And may I remind you and suggest to you that, amen, you don't have to be impotent in your feet to be crippled. Is there anybody here know that there are various forms of being a cripple? There may be some folk in here who are financially crippled. There may be some folk in here who are mentally and emotionally crippled. Yeah, but I don't know about you, but I, I can rejoice in the fact that God provides assistance to people who are crippled. Is there anybody here knows that you don't have to stay in the condition that you are in because God is a healing God. God is a delivering God. God is one who's able to make a way where there seems to be no way. I don't care how crippled you are today. Tell your neighbor you can get up. You can get up out of your crippled state. And may I remind you that it is God's will, amen, that we not be cripples. It is God's will to help us and to bless us and to lift us, amen, out of our situations. It was in the will of God that this, that this cripple be healed because he so happened to send Paul and Barnabas his way. Crippled. He was crippled physically. But there may be someone here who's crippled emotionally. Somebody may say, well, what do you mean? How, how can one end up crippled emotionally? Well, when you walk down the aisle to the person that you hope to spend the rest of your life with and you say in sickness and in health, for better, for worse. For richer, for poor. In sickness and in health. Until death. Do us part. Hoping that you would grow old together. Sitting on the porch. Rocking in your chairs. Ain't got much up here today. And for some strange reason or another, amen, the enemy attacks your marriage. And what you hope to be a marriage to be happily ever after ends in a bitter divorce. That can leave one emotionally crippled. Hmm? Or maybe, or maybe, maybe you marry and you expect a man to live together for a long time. And you said, until death do us part. And you didn't realize that death was going to come sooner than later. 
it can leave you emotionally crippled. Emotionally crippled. No, 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 no longer having the joy that you once had. Or maybe, or maybe it could be this instance. Here you have a loved one that has fallen ill and your prayer to God is that Lord I'm praying that you will heal my loved one and rather than healing them in the way you thought he would he sees fit to call them from their earthly labor to receive their heavenly reward and now you got to walk out of the hospital without somebody that you once had in your life it can leave you emotionally crippled yeah yeah there are a lot of things in this life we can experience that will leave us Amen. Crippled in various areas of our lives. But my brothers and sisters, I want to say to you that the Lord is able to heal your crippledness. <laughs> He's able to do it. Tell somebody, have faith in God. Somebody may say, well, I don't see how I'm going to be able to make it. Lord, 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 you took this person away from me. You allowed them to walk out of my life. You, you allowed this and you allowed that. But I hear God telling me to announce to you. He said, my grace is sufficient for you. He said, my strength is made perfect in your time of weakness. He said, I know you were depending on your brother and on your sister, on your mama, on your daddy, on your husband, on your wife. But the Lord said, now is the time to know, for you to know that my grace will bring you through. My grace will pull you out. My grace will sustain you. I don't care how crippled life may have left you. I don't care how life may have wounded you. We serve a God who's able to heal. And the thing I like about God, see, 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 sometimes the doctors, amen, natural doctors, amen, they are limited as to what they can do. The counselor. You, you got emotional problems and problems in your life. You go to the counselor. They can't solve them. They can listen to you. But they are limited as to what they're able to do. But the God that we serve, the Bible says, he's a wonderful counselor. <laughs> he is the everlasting father. He is the prince of peace. My brothers and sisters, if you are crippled this morning, I want you to know that God, it is his desire that you be healed. Some people are mentally crippled. Can't get certain things out of their minds. Things may have happened and, 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 and it left them in a crippled state. But my God, 
wants you to be healed. It was evident that God wanted this man to be healed. He sent Paul and Barnabas his way. And as they preached, this man was there. And when he heard Paul speak, who steadfastly, the Bible said, beholding him, in other words, he had his eyes fixed on Paul as Paul was preaching. He was looking at him and Paul was looking at him and he perceived or he noted that the man had faith to be healed of his condition. Now my question to you this morning is now you know you if you know you have a condition the question lies do you have the faith to be healed? It's not a matter of question whether or not God can heal you because he can. How many know he's sovereign? He can do anything that he wants to do. It's not a matter of question whether or not God can, but the question is, do you have the faith to believe that he can? On one occasion, there was a man that had a demon-possessed son, and he brought the boy to Jesus' disciples, and they could not cast the demon out of the boy. Then the man brought his son to Jesus, and he said, Jesus, if you can do anything, have mercy on my son. Jesus turns it back on him and says it's not so much a question of whether or not if I can do anything. I can do it. And then Jesus said, if you can believe that I can do it, you will see it manifested in his life. And I want to announce to you that God has all kind of power available to us to heal us, to deliver us, amen, to lift us out of the pit of sorrow and despair that we may be in but we have to release our faith in him because whatever it is that we need from God we access it through our faith tell somebody you gotta believe you gotta believe that was the key to this man receiving his healing is the fact that he had faith to be healed. In other words, he believed that God was able to heal him through Paul and Barnabas. And my question to you today, the situation that you are confronted with, do you believe? Do you believe that God can bring you out? Do you believe, do you believe that, 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 that God can turn your tears of sadness into tears of joy? Do you believe that God can turn your situation around? Do you believe that God can heal your sick body? Do you believe that God can bring your wayward child home? Do you believe that God can move in your marriage so that it won't have to end up in a divorce? Do you believe? Because if you believe, Jesus said, all things are possible to him that believeth. And my brothers and sisters, I want to say to you in my close today that you can be healed. You can be healed from your crippled state. I don't care what the cause 
of your crippled state is God is able to heal you today and I can see this man had the faith to be healed and Paul recognizing that he had faith he gives the man a commandment he says with a loud voice stand up right stand on your feet and the Bible said that the man leaped up and after he leaped he began to walk look at him doing something he had never done in his life but notice here that Anytime somebody has faith, there is always a corresponding action. Not only did he have faith, but he acted upon what he believed. Yes, he believed that he could be made whole. And the Bible said that he jumped up to his feet. He began to leap. And he began to walk. But it was all a result of the fact that he had faith to believe. If you don't mind, take a neighbor's hand and said, only believe. Because all things are possible to him that believeth and I come to tell you no matter how it looks in your life there are times you have to hope against hope have I got a witness and there are times you have to believe when it looks like you have nothing to believe for. Yeah, and if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, Jesus said you could speak to the mountain that's in your life and tell it to be thou removed and plant it over into the sea and it will obey have I got a witness here and the Bible said now faith is the substance of thing that I hope for and it is the evidence of things that are not seen have I got a witness and I come to tell you whatever it is that's wrong in your life have faith in the Lord and he will make everything alright anybody know he will he'll do it for you 
I could see this man as he jumped to his feet, as he leaped, and as he walked, I could see him just rejoicing, saying, Lord, I thank you for healing my crippled body. Have I got a witness? Is it anybody here know that God can? He can heal every problem. He can heal every sickness. He can heal every disease. Have I got a witness? Somebody say yeah. Say yes. Say yeah. Whatever you're going through just have faith in God tell somebody don't stop believing don't stop believing don't stop trusting God will bring you out God will see you through. Can I get a witness? Just like Job, I could see him in all of his affliction. He held on to his faith. He kept on trusting in God. He said, all the days of my appointed time, I'm going to wait till my change comes. Is it anybody here that believe that your change, it will come? Anybody believe it? It will come. If you wait on the Lord, it will come. The Bible said, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on the wing like an eagle. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Somebody say, yeah, I encourage you to wait on the Lord. Your waiting will not be in vain. The Bible said, if you wait on him, he that shall come, he will come. Anybody know he will? If you wait on him, he'll come with the answer to your prayer. If you wait on him, the Lord, he will turn your situation around. Anybody got a situation you need him to turn around? If you trust in him, he'll do it. Anybody know he will? If you wait on him, he'll do it. If you call on him, say, Father, Father, I stretch my hand under thee. No other help I know. If thou withdrawn thy help from me, oh, whether shall I go? I agree with the songwriter. Say, Lord, I need thee every hour of every day. Anybody here know that you need him? Can you say yes? Say yes. 
Say yes. If you need him, lift up your hands and say, Lord, here I am. I'm crippled, Lord. I need your help. I may not be physically crippled, but emotionally, mentally, or financially, I'm crippled, Lord. I need your help. Is it anybody here? No, if you call on him he'll answer cripple but he had faith to be healed cripple but he had faith to be healed. Some people come to a place where they accept being a cripple. And they don't look beyond that. They say, well, this is just the way it is. This is the way it's going to be. And when I think about another cripple that was one by the name of Mephibosheth. Mephibosheth was crippled not because he was born that way but it was an injury that he sustained based on somebody else. He was dropped. When they dropped him, he, he suffered an injury at his feet. He couldn't walk. From that point, he became a cripple. You know, sometimes people are, big, are crippled not because they were born that way, not because of just some catastrophic event that may have happened in their life, but sometimes people become crippled based on what somebody else, somebody else is doing. But regardless to what the source of the crippleness, the Lord can help you. He can take you from a cripple to one being healed. And there are so many people who are crippled. Smiling and but crippled. 
going about their daily duties and occupations but yet crippled but this man what I love about him is that he didn't accept the fact that he had to remain a cripple it's evident in the fact in the scripture it said he had the faith to be healed he had the faith to be healed and regardless to what state of crippleness we may be in if you have the faith you too can be healed You can forgive people that have deeply wounded you. You can love your enemies and you can do good to them that despitefully use you. But in order for you to do that, you got to be healed. Because until you're healed, the person that deeply wounded you, every time you see them, you're gonna, you, 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 your, your blood pressure going to go up. I'm telling you. You're going to be ready to go into attack mode. But you can overcome all of that once you heal. Once you heal. Sometimes as God takes loved ones out of our lives and things of that nature, and we we can continue, we we go on, but but yet struggling. This man was at a point where he couldn't walk. But you know what I've learned? That every cripple is not totally immobile. There are some cripples, you know, that can get around with a walker, get around with a cane, or some other, or some other assistance. You don't have to be totally immobile to be crippled. And so sometimes people, people, people are, are crippled, yet they're going and hurting, and yet they're wounded. But God's desire is that you be healed. And whatever situation you're in today, just know that if you have the faith that healing is available there may be someone today let me say this if, if anyone's scheduled for baptism as we stand to our feet if you're scheduled to be baptized today if you would go ahead and, and retire to the baptismal area anyone scheduled to be baptized that's here today if you're scheduled to be baptized if you're scheduled to be baptized, you can come 
and go ahead and go to the baptismal area. The doors of the church are open. There may be someone here today that desires to be saved or to unite with this church and make this Greater Union Baptist Church your church home. If that's you, will you come? If you feel that you want to be saved, if you want to be saved, and if, or if you want to make Greater Union your church home, this is your chance to come. If there be another one, will you come? Anyone else desiring to be saved or to make this church a church home? You can come by letter. You can come by letter. You can come by Christian experience. You can come as a candidate for baptism. You can come under watch care. As the choir sings, if that be another one, will you come? Wherever you are, whatever state you're in, you can come. If you go to I know his blood will restore oh yes it will restore your soul say it again Jesus Jesus if there be another one will you come you still have time. If there be another one to my left, if you feel the Lord is leading you to come to make this church your church home, will you come? Only one that can help you. You still have time. If there's someone in the center aisle or to my right, you're in the balcony wherever you are will you come and be be sincere I know his blood will restore oh yes it will your you may be seated if there's any